G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. We cannot overcome the devil in our own strength. You and I need to pray. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Pastor Greg Laurie says we're no match for the devil's supernatural strength, but he's no match against God Almighty, and that should inform our prayers. So when I say deliver me from temptation, I'm saying, Lord, help me to be smart and avoid those things that will bring me down. But ultimately, Lord, Give me the strength I need to resist. This is the day when the lost are found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Again you hear all the angels are singing. This is the day, the day when life begins. Have you ever tried to run up a down escalator? It sounds silly, but kids try it all the time. I remember doing it myself. When we try to fight against the lures of temptation on our own strength, we're running up a downward escalator. The momentum against us is just too much. On A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us to change escalators and embrace the power and provision of God through prayer. When we're moving in the same direction as the Spirit of God, the journey is much easier. I'm going to be reading from Matthew 6, verses 9 to 14. And I'll tell you what, I want us all to do this out loud together. This is the New King James Version. Let's read it together. In this manner, therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. But what does Jesus teach us in this template for prayer? When you pray, you say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Now if we wrote the Lord's Prayer, it would probably sound like this. Our Father who art in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. Let's just get down to business. Here's my list. Now there's a place for petition. Nothing wrong with asking the Father in heaven for what you need. But notice that Jesus says, first, take time, effectively, to contemplate the greatness of God. Now there are exceptions. If you fell off a ladder and you're on your way down, help will do, okay? You can't even finish the Lord's Prayer. God help. But as I think about the awesomeness of God, as I contemplate the greatness and bigness of God, it will cause me to see my problem, challenge, need in a different light. It won't change it necessarily, but it will change my perspective. I'll see it differently because, listen to this, God is bigger than your problem. Whatever it is, God is bigger. And so my Father, who art in heaven. 
Hallowed be your name. Set apart be your name. Honored and glorified be your name. God wants us to bring our needs before Him each and every day. God wants us to bring our needs before Him each and every day. Verse 11. Give us this day our daily bread. What does this mean? Well it's obvious that bread. Bread was a staple of the first century diet. So it includes that. But bread speaks of everything. It speaks of your uh, finances. It speaks of a roof over your head. It speaks of your health. Just everything you need in life. My daily bread. And it's a reminder that everything I have in life is provided for me by God. Notice it says give me this day my daily bread. It doesn't say give me this month my monthly bread or this year my yearly bread. The Lord will sometimes allow things to happen in our lives that will remind us we need Him every day. Maybe you're going through something like that right now. All of a sudden, oh wow, you, you have this financial crisis. All of a sudden, you have this health scare. All of a sudden, you have this problem in your marriage. Or you have this problem with your kids. Or you have this other problem. And it's like, uh, God, help. That's okay. Sometimes He'll allow these things to remind us that He's the provider. And we need to come to Him each and every day. Not just asking for stuff, but giving Him glory for the stuff He's already given. When's the last time you just prayed a prayer of thanks? Oh Lord, thank you for this. Thank you for providing for this. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my husband. Giving Him thanks. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California, USA. And today he's offering some practical help toward a more productive prayer life based on the Lord's Prayer. It's a message called In Case of Emergency. Let's continue. We cannot overcome the devil in our own strength. We cannot overcome the devil in our own strength. Verse 4. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. A better translation of this would be deliver us from the evil one. And that would be Lucifer or the devil. We cannot completely remove ourselves from temptation. Otherwise we would have to leave the entire planet. And even if you did that, let's say you got into one of those spaceships that Elon Musk is building. And you're in space. I'm free. Oh, you get tempted in space too. Walking around on the moon, you'll still have bad thoughts. Come on. It's going to follow you wherever you go. So the point of it is, is that I need God's help. Really what I'm praying is, Lord, don't allow me to walk into a situation that would overwhelm me and cause me to sin, but deliver me from temptation and any trap the devil has set for me. It's really an acknowledgement of human weakness. One passage I memorized as a very young man. I still remember today. It's 1 Corinthians 10.13 and it says, Wait, I forgot it. Uh, no, I did. You were hoping I did though, didn't weren't you? Well, no, I have forgotten it. No, I haven't. 1 Corinthians 10.13 There is no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God who is faithful will not allow you to be tempted above what you are able, but will with the temptation make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Allow me to loosely paraphrase it. There's always a way out of every temptation. How many of you have ever been tempted to sin? Raise your hand. Okay. How many of you ever have ever given in to that temptation? Raise your hand. Okay. Wow, you're a wicked bunch of people. What's going on? <laughs> I'm kidding. 
So we've given in. But there was always a way out, wasn't there? And if you're honest, the way out was sometimes as simple as the door. I need to walk out of this door and it will be better. It'd be like if you drive by Krispy Kreme donuts. Now, I've eaten six in one city. Really? You're like, oh. Am I the only one? How many of you have eaten six Krispy Kreme donuts? Raise your hand. Okay, okay. You're as bad as me. How many of you have eaten more than six? Raise your hand. Oh. Now I'm doing it to you. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm. They're good though. Aren't they good? They're good going down. I mean they, they literally melt in your mouth. Add some cold milk. Yes. But afterwards it's like, what was I thinking? Then you get in your scale and it breaks. Okay, that's not a good sign. There was a way out. I didn't have to say pull the car over, get out of the car, walk in. But they always give you the first one free. They know you'll get hooked. They're smart over there at Krispy Kreme. There's always a way out of every temptation you face. Don't tell me you can't get out of the trap you're in. Don't tell me you can't get out of an immoral relationship. Don't tell me you can't stop looking at porn. Don't tell me you can't control your temper. Don't tell me you can't stop drinking or stop using drugs or whatever it is you're doing. Don't tell me that because you can and there's a way out if you want to take the way out. But then we'll say, I can't. I'm just, the devil got hold of me. The devil made me do it. The devil's powerful, but he needs your cooperation. So when I say deliver me from temptation, I'm saying, Lord, help me to be smart and avoid those things that will bring me down. But ultimately, Lord, give me the strength I need to resist. Jesus gave us this template for prayer to encourage us to pray. And the reason I chose this message today in particular is I just want to remind you, you need to pray about everything. Just pray about everything. Get into a habit of prayer. You know, we make prayer very formal. Well, it's time to ask the blessing. Sometimes it's even like, you know, oh, you know, the food's there and everyone's eating. No one asks the blessing. Oh, everybody stop. Your mouth is full. <laughs> and then you pray there. It's like, you messed up. You didn't pray the little token prayer. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to give thanks, but we get hung up. It becomes a, a rule. Or we... Pray with our kids before they go to bed. These are all good things. But we need to expand way beyond that. And we need to get into a lifestyle of prayer. So when that burden hits me, right then I pray. When I'm driving down the road and something comes to me, troubles me, concerns me, I just turn it into a prayer, right? Just keep your eyes open. You're driving. But Philippians 4 says, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. And the peace of God that passes all human understanding will guard Protect your mind in Christ Jesus. Pray. Cry out to God in your sorrow and pain. Call on the Lord for His provision, His protection, and His guidance. And give thanks to the Lord for your joys in His provision. Let me loop back to something I said earlier. I want to keep talking about Krispy Kreme donuts. No, I don't. I'm done with those. I want to loop back to that statement of Jesus. Forgive us our debts as we forgive those who are indebted to us. That's an interesting word, debts. 
You think it'd just say, forgive us our sins, and it is translated that way in some translations. But debts is a really apropos word that is chosen here because the word that Jesus uses here for forgive means to cancel a debt, specifically. Sin is a debt, and it is a debt I can't pay. So I'm saying, Lord, pay my debt. Pay my debt right now. And that's exactly what he did on the cross. The Bible says he canceled the debt that you owed at the cross. Another way this is sometimes translated is trespasses. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That's a good translation as well. You know the word trespass. Sometimes you see it maybe in a park. They just planted some grass and they have a little cord there and a sign hanging off of it. No trespassing. They don't want you to be stomping on their new grass. And so when I trespass, I'm breaking a commandment. I'm crossing a line. Listen, every one of us has crossed that line. Every one of us have sinned. Every one of us needs Jesus. And I want to close by asking you this. Have you asked Him to forgive you of your sin? Only the Christian, only the child of God can say, my Father who art in heaven. Now if you're a non-believer, you can say God up there somewhere. But for me, for us, He's our Father. And that's because of what Jesus did. After Jesus died on the cross and rose again from the dead, He appeared to Mary Magdalene there at the tomb. And He said, I am going to go to my Father and to your Father. To my God and your God. Oh wait, now it's not just that Jesus calls Him Father. You can call Him Father too. Because of relationship. Only through Christ. Have you asked Jesus to forgive you of your sin? Are you still bound by the power of sin? Are you trapped by some vice, some addiction, whatever it is? The root of it is sin. Only Christ can break the power of sin in your life and He can do it for you right here, right now. But you have to reach out to Him and say, God, help me. Lord, I know I've sinned. I'm sorry. I turn from it. Jesus, rescue me. Come into my life and forgive me of all of my sin. And that can happen for you as well. Because Jesus who died on the cross rose again from the dead three days later. And He's right here right now standing at the door of your life and He is knocking. And He is saying if you'll hear His voice and open the door He will come in. Would you like Jesus to come into your life? Would you like to know God is your Father? Would you like your sin forgiven today? It can happen. Let's all pray together. Father, I ask you to speak to the hearts here and those that are listening wherever they are. Help them to see their need for you. Help them to come to you. Help them to believe in you. Right now we ask. Amen. Pastor Greg Laurie with an important word of prayer. And if you'd like to make a change today in your relationship with the Lord, Pastor Greg would like to help you to do that right now. As you've been listening to this today, maybe you've heard another voice. By that I mean, yeah, you heard me say a few things, but you heard God's voice speak to you deep in the recesses of your heart. And it suddenly dawned on you, this is what I need. Or to state it more accurately, this is who I need. 
I need Jesus and I want Jesus, but maybe you don't know how to make that connection. Let me help you. Pray this after me right now if you want Jesus Christ to come into your life. Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sin and I need your forgiveness right now. Would you come into my heart and my life as Savior, as God, as friend? I choose to follow you from this moment forward. Thank you for calling me and accepting me and forgiving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks, Pastor Greg. And if you've just prayed that prayer and you meant it sincerely, know that the Lord has heard you and forgiven you of your sin. The Bible tells us that Jesus is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we'd like to send you some materials to help you begin this new life of faith. We call it our New Believers Growth Packet. Just ask for it when you call 1-800-00-5011. Well, next time, Pastor Greg brings a short series on a big topic, prayer. Have you ever felt your prayer life needed just a little help? You'll help dig into some instruction on prayer from the Lord himself at the same time tomorrow. Hope you can join us. For a copy of today's full message, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called In Case of Emergency. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.